I'm Nora Barry. And I'm Mike Adams. And you're listening to The Story Mechanics, where we diagnose, deconstruct, fix, and build stories. What do Apollo 11 and Chappaquiddick teach us about telling the truth? Mike Adams helps us answer that question. For someone who was raised on the space program in a city that played an important role in the quest for the moon landing, I'm mesmerized by the coverage of the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 mission. When I say raised on it, I mean literally many families in my childhood neighborhood in New Orleans worked on the Saturn V rocket development. But I am also reminded of something else that happened that weekend in July of 1969 and how I learned a valuable lesson about communication and imagery. Only that lesson was not about the moon landing, but the other big event, that July 18th. For those of us who remember or study that time, it was also the weekend of the tragic death of Mary Jo Kopechny in Senator Kennedy's car in Chappaquiddick. The news was overshadowed by the Apollo landing in the moment, but since then, theories arose that the news was deliberately kept quiet so as not to tarnish the reputation of the senator's brother, President Kennedy, who called for man to land on the moon by the end of the 1960s. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. I was always fascinated by the concept that such a major story could be pegged. As it turns out, Around the 10th anniversary, I was being taught and mentored in college by a former network television and radio correspondent who had covered many major events, including World War II, with the main anchorman. I asked my professor, did the network downplay the Chappaquiddick story? He looked at me with some anger and said firmly, don't ask that question. Sensing I had touched a raw nerve, I dropped it. As it happened, about a year later, we were sharing a bottle or two of his fantastic French wine collection at his home, and I was feeling awfully brave. So I posed the question again. Maybe it was the Bordeaux or maybe the venue, but this time he answered with an anger not targeted to me, but to the situation. He said that those colleagues of his who were around since the network radio days felt strongly that the network did a disservice to the audience by not playing the story to its fullest extent and that it was a credibility time bomb that would eventually ensnare the network and the legacy of its beloved anchorman. He was right. Eventually, it did both. I pondered that and learned a valuable lesson from it. If there is bad news for you, your organization, or your image, it will eventually be found out. Get it out there first. Deal with the immediate consequences and control the story before someone else does. Truth be told, it's what the Kennedy representatives did at Chappaquiddick. They controlled the information to the point that even today, no one is sure what happened. It may have cost Ted Kennedy the presidency eventually, but it saved his senatorial career and cast enough doubt on the event that nothing more legally critical happened, even with the death of another involved. Learn the lesson before something bad happens. Don't be afraid to ask the key questions and get the answer out there. Force everyone in your organization to think the same way. After all, you don't want people still talking about that mistake 50 years on. We're finished telling this story, but the narrative continues next week with another. Until then, feel free to leave us your stories and your feedback on our blog at thestorymechanics.blogspot.com. 
The Story Mechanics is a production of Bridgeview Media. You can find us at www.bridgeviewmedia.com. Thank you.